Welcome to a special Sumner County High School Sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide at WHINradio.com. It's Gallatin High School Basketball. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader. Now let's get ready for tonight's game. Hello everybody and welcome into Lebanon High School Campbell Brandon Gymnasium here at the Devil's Lair. Lebanon High School here in Wilson County as your Gallatin Green Wave hit the road for a non-district game. It's a little bit weird being non-district, these two schools, as they go back a long, long ways. Of course, joined by Austin Miller, I am Zach Womble, excited to bring you the latest rendition of Gallatin Hoops right here on the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. Austin, it's been a couple days since I've seen you, since that game against Portland. How have things been going for you? Yeah, man, good to see you again, and, and good to be back on the radio, and had some family in town for, for Thanksgiving, and then the next day I'll drive up to Knoxville for the Tennessee game against Vandy, so it's been a eventful weekend and nice to be back on on the basketball court and, and watch some Galton Hoops tonight. Absolutely and, and like I mentioned against Lebanon I, I thought you know hey, these two schools should be district rivals but they're not you know Lebanon being in region four Galton being in region six in theory wouldn't see each other um, I guess until the state tournament so uh, it's nice little non-district game here Lady Wave getting ready to wrap up their tough game against the, the Devilettes. Austin, I know you were able to kind of comb through some stats today and, and find out a little bit of information about Lebanon. That Their, their schedule's kind of been up and down, kind of like Gallatin. Gallatin being 2-2, two and two, Lebanon had some wins in there that you kind of look at, at good wins, some losses, maybe you scratch your head. I know a common opponent was Summit. Lebanon dropped that one. Gallatin, of course, got that one a win in their second game of the season. But, Austin, what did you find when you – you know, started digging around, looking on, looking in on the Blue Devils. So the Blue Devils have, we, we've played four games, and, and somehow they've they've already played six. So, yep. Uh, they're three and three in this early season with with wins over Cascade and, and Huntland and, and Northeast out of Clarksville, and their three losses are to uh, the homeschool team, uh, private type like Tennessee Heat, um, Summit, and Limscombe Academy. Those are their three losses, but... In those three losses, Zach, looking at the statistics today, and they haven't really been close games. Um, when when they do when they do lose, it, it it just seems like that. And and we haven't watched a game of theirs. It it just kind of seems like in the statistic book that once they get down, they stay down. Mm-hmm. Um, going into further further statistics, they they average fifty five points a game and. And Gall- Gallatin averages 59 points a game on the offensive end, and and Lebanon only allows 51 a game, and we allow 58. So, you know, this this may be a defensive battle today. Uh, I anticipate it being a low-scoring game. Um, I would like it to be high-scoring on on our affair, as as we haven't really seen a high-scoring game coming from Gallatin yet this year. But I antes- anticipate a a low-scoring game, as these are both defensive teams. And, you know, Lebanon has, has had some success over the last couple of years. They are the 48 and, and 17 in the last two years. And, and 2021, they were a, a Final Four team in the state tournament, losing to Knoxville team out of uh, Bearden High School in and, and 19 and 10 last year. And they, they actually ended Gallatin's season last year in the district tournament, as you said, that they're no longer in the district. So, you know, the, the past couple of years, Gallatin has had a really – nice basketball program and and I feel like this may be a rebuild year for them as as you and I were talking on the way here it's 
it's hard to find a replacement for 6'8", Jared Hall. Yes. That it is. And, and Jared at, uh, I believe, Tulsa University is what we talked about uh, kind of pregame. He was he was everything and more you expected from a Division One basketball player. I had, had the pleasure of watching him play many times. And, yeah, that guy, he could definitely put the ball in the hoop. And he gave Gallatin, along with many other teams, uh, nightmares and terrors uh, before ending up signing with with Tulsa. Yeah, and, and I, I, I've done some digging on him today just because when you lose a guy like that, you've got to find somebody to fill the void of Jared Hall. As I mentioned, he was 6'8". He is the school's all-time leading scorer here at Lebanon. He was the 4A Mr. Basketball winner. He was a McDonald's All-American nominee. And believe it or not, he was the number one player ranked in Tennessee last year and the 65th ranked player in the country, uh, averaging 27 points a game and nine and a half rebounds and averaging a double-double, basically a game, which is which is nuts. But 27 a game at this level in the district that he played in is, is pretty darn impressive, and that definitely shows why he was the number one ranked player in the state of Tennessee, and the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes are, are lucky to have him. You know, you look up and you see some banners across this gymnasium. You can't help but notice that banner that Jared Hall helped put up here, 2021-29-7, state tournament final four, sub-state champion, region 5-4A champions, of course, district champions, regular season and tournament. But then if you look on the De- uh, the Devilette side, you know, they're, they've got a really good program as well under Coach Barrett. You know, they're obviously putting it to uh, the Lady Wave tonight, up 60-32 to 32 with a minute 42 left. But you look up, they've got a banner of their own, state runner-up, 35-6 and six that one year. So really good basketball is played here in, in Wilson County and Lebanon High School. And I know that um, regardless of, of not being in a district or being in a district, uh, this is going to better prepare both the Lady Wave and the Green Wave moving forward. And I know that's why they get them on the schedule. And, you know, that's what we're expecting here tonight. Um, Austin? Let's take a second to run down our Gallatin roster for tonight, heading into tonight's matchup. matchup. We'll then also run into the Lebanon roster before we get into a little bit team information. Of course, starting with Gallatin, number double zero, R.J. Crenshaw, your senior guard. Number one, Jack Broche, sophomore guard. Number two, Traverius Reed, junior guard. Reed has he's played well. I know he took he, tried, he took that big shot against Portland to tie it up. I know it didn't fall, but the confidence there that Reed showed. Uh, to put it up, you like you, you like that, Austin? Yeah, I do. And and coming from a guy, I believe he's a, a junior. Uh, Traverius Reed yeah. is. Yeah, he's a junior. So uh, maybe not last year. He, he maybe not have got the playing time uh, that he wanted with with some senior guys. But he's came to play this year, and and I'm okay with him taking the shots because you know Galton is looking for that next guy who can step up and help the Costa Ricks as as he's averaging 16, and and Traverius Reed is is averaging nine points a game, but. We're, as as Galton, we're looking for that next guy, next man up mentality who can, who can maybe average some double digit points a game. You know who I think it could be who stepped up in a big way against Portland, Isaiah Barr. I thought maybe he would be the one to take that that he, that shot at, against you know at the end of the game against Portland, maybe the Costa Ricks. But I thought Isaiah Barr stepping up, kind of throughout this entire season, transferring from Memphis. I thought he's done a really good job. What has he brought to this team? Yeah, and, and like you said, transferring from Memphis, he had to not only learn the co- the culture of Coach Bobby Luna, but he had to learn his teammates. And I feel like this this is essentially a hard sport to do so in, as as this is the, the only sport with only five people on the court. So 
you've got to be familiar and comfortable with everybody on the court, and, and he has done so, and he has progressed in every single game as as the the first couple games of the year he was he was scoring six and seven points, and then he and he comes out and, and drops twenty three on Portland, and yeah, now he's up to ten points a game, and I feel like he's getting comfortable in the offense, and the players that he's playing with is is finally understanding that he's a shooter. And Coach Luna uh, reiterated that before the season started, that if he has an open shot, he's going to take the shot. So I look for Isaiah Barr just to progress even further and continue to be that guy that we can rely on to take a game-winning shot at the end of the game. You know, I think R.J. Crenshaw has played really well, too. I know he doesn't maybe put up a lot of points, but what he does on the glass offensively and defensively to get Gallatin second-chance you know, second looks or to – Limit the defense to only one look at the basket. I, thought, I think the way uh, Crenshaw's played as a senior has, has, has done really well for Gallatin. Has gave, given them that size down low that they needed. But someone else who has stood out to me, Kamari Watkins. Really against Portland, he, he kind of got in there. He threw his big body around, got some big rebounds. Uh, Maxwell Moore continues to kind of round out into shape. But, you know, this Gallatin team, I'm excited to see uh, how they continue to grow. You know, if you ask Bobby Luna, what do you think about the team? What do you think about your offense, defense? rebounding, those sorts of things. I tell you, listen, we're not great at anything. We're, we're average, if not below average, at everything that I at everything that we do. But I think there is a great level of growth that this team can show uh, this year, and I think they've shown it so far through just four games. Yeah, they have. And, and going back to Crenshaw and Moore and Kamari Watkins, those are all three big-body guys that yeah. they don't score a lot of points. Uh, Crenshaw's averaging six. Moore's averaging eight. And Kamari Watkinson is averaging 2.5, but those three combined probably probably give us 12 to 13 rebounds a game, and, and that's what we need out of those big guys. If, if we've got other scorers um, like Barr, like Reed, like Riggs, we need, a, we need guys like them to be that presence down low and, and just cause ruckus down low. And, and so far they've done that, but I would like to see them do it a little bit more and maybe take more shots down low. We get the ball in the post up. Uh, draw the foul you know uh, get the ball to them guys a little bit more but I'm anxious to see those three guys progress throughout the season as as so far they've they've impressed and especially Kamari Watkins boys starting to make their way onto the floor as the girls game wraps up Lebanon takes it 66 to 33 over the lady wave green wave going to be to our right Lebanon boys to our left we're on the floor here tonight Nice little different view, the baseline view. Uh, we were talking pregame. Now that we've had the up-top view, I kind of like the up-top view. I mean, it's nice being down here. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be a great view, but something about up-top, you kind of get to see how everything plays out. You get to see when they cut in the lane, when they're zigzagging, when they're, you know, making their cuts and things of that nature. But looking forward to a great view here tonight. Yeah, like you said, we're courtside. Like we joked before, we feel like Bob and Bird at Tennessee, yeah. literally being right next to the bench. But there's nothing like being at – Bradenburg Gymnasium there at Gallatin and, and being up top where we've got so much room and we've got so many different angles where we can see multiple different things happening at once. Maybe a little different and hard to do so here because like you said you can't see those zigs and zags and, and cuts and backdoor screens and, and stuff like that from the floor level like we did when essentially we were hovering over them. Uh, that's what we do at, at home games and it's nice but I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited to uh, explore and enjoy a new gymnasium in a different atmosphere. Like you said, when you're up top, you can kind of see those backdoor cuts materialize. You can kind of see when someone gets a step in the lane, if they've got a little, you know, if they've got room for a little bit floater. But nevertheless, going to be a fun night. But back to the Gallatin roster, talking about the big guys, 
Logan Hessen has, has been someone that's kind of surprised me a little bit. He's kind of he's commanded the low block all season long. Has if has Gallatin done uh, as good of a job as maybe they could do to get him the ball? Maybe. But I think he's done a really good job of kind of commanding that space down low. And then when he does get it, you know, whether or not he makes it or not, I think he makes a strong move toward the basket, and he gives the Green Wave a chance and, and a big body down low. Yeah, Logan Hessen being being a lefty, uh, I think he's a very underrated player. Um, averaging seven points a game, I feel like he is a very crucial part to our offense. And I feel like any given night he could give us 15 points. And – if there's a night for it, I believe tonight's the night. Get get the young man going down low in the paint. We, we tried to get him some touches last week um, and at, at Siegel, but we, we have faced some teams that are pretty daggone big down low, and with him being 6'3", I feel like tonight he's got an advantage as he's playing guys his own size for, for the first time that we've seen this year. So don't be surprised if Logan Hessen goes for uh, a double-digit point tonight. Head coach Bobby Luna entering his 34th season overall, 29th at Gallatin High School. Of course, assistant coaches Chris G Chris Goo, JoJo Smith, and Zach Blendauer. Managers Makaya Haskins and Kylie Whitaker. Trainer Trevor Cummins, clock man, who is not here, to not here with us tonight because we're on the road. But shout out to Bill Davis. Bookkeeper is here. Mr. Rob Hosier, PA. Mr. Tim Miner, not with us. Principal Dr. Ron Becker, I bet he's here somewhere. I see uh, Mr. Johnny Anderson up there. Uh, other assistant principals, Julie Coots, Jason French, and Crystal Miller. Athletic director, Jason French, and Philip Sanders. We are 11 minutes away from tip-off here, Austin. So let's take a quick break. We are going to take this opportunity to talk to you about potential sponsorships and how they are available. Listen, if you love us supporting Sumner County High School sports, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, we need your help to do that, to continue to do that. Of course, we want to do it, uh, but we can't do it without support. We can't, we can't do it without sponsorship. So if you want to sponsor high school basketball season on WHIN Radio, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to get your brand out. We'd love to get your message out through a crowd, not only across Gallatin, but across the entire county of Sumner County. We would love to do seven schools across the Sumner County. So your brand not only broadcast through Gallatin, Lebanon, where, where we're here tonight, uh, but through wherever uh, Sumner County teams are playing, both home and away. So uh, if you wanted to see us continue to do this, if you want to see us continue to support these high school athletes, uh, more than just football season, but basketball season, both boys and girls, uh, we would love to do both. But, again, we can't do that without your help. So if you're hearing this message and you would love for the chance to get your brand out there to all of the sports-hungry fans in and around Sumner County, I would love to talk to you over at WHI Radio. But with that said, we are going to hear from one of our good friends, Shrums Roofing, proud sponsor of the Sumner County High School Sports Report, as well as during football season. So don't go anywhere. You listen to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin. A family-owned business founded by three brothers, Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 
615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrums Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrums Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. Welcome back to Lebanon High School here. Can't, uh, Campbell Brandon Gymna- Campbell Brandon Gymnasium, excuse me, here alongside Austin Miller as we get set to bring you Gallatin at Lebanon, about eight and a half minutes away from tip-off. Head coach Bobby Luna talking midcourt with Lebanon head coach uh, Chuck McDowell. Austin, we haven't even mentioned this yet, but uh, something we, you know, we talked to Coach Luna about pregame that I found very interesting and not even to pat ourselves on the back, but just kind of solidify what we were thinking, what our thought process was uh, for the last Friday night when we played, or last uh, Wednesday. God, goodness gracious, what Thursday. Was, Thursday. Last Thursday last when Thursday. we played Portland. You know, we made, the, we made the statement at the end of the game. This felt like a game where you didn't really, you shouldn't have won. You didn't deserve to win if you were Gallatin. You can't, with the way you came out, your intensity, you got beat on every single thing. And it felt like if you were able to come out with a win, you thought maybe you could get away with it. You could keep getting away with it. It would be actually more detrimental than it would be positive moving forward. And I, I didn't, I didn't even ask Coach Luna that. I just said, "Hey, what are your thoughts?" You know, kind of post Portland. What was what was the conversation like um, the next day? And he and he told me that exact same thing. He said, "Zach, I've only said this three times in thirty years, but." We did not deserve to win that game. We didn't. Not, we didn't need to win that game because everything that we laid out, which is the way you approach the game, how you got beat in every aspect, offensively, defensively, rebounding, steals, hustle play, coaching, everything you lost. And if somehow you were able to find a way to get a get a victory out of that, it'd have been more harm than good. I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on that. Uh, just kind of having a coach kind of address that. Yeah, and. And you and I mentioned it on air, and I'm actually thinking back, and that was last Monday. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> We're uh, all of our dates are all mixed up, but you hit the nail right on the head. And, and we said it the other night. Essentially, in that game, watching film and criticizing our play would be better with a loss. Yeah, you know that that sounds bad as as Gallatin fans and Gallatin radio. But you know, as a coach myself, I would rather learn from mistakes and a loss than than a win. Like you just said, you think you can get away with it. And I think that goes in all sports. Yeah, a win's nice on the record, but especially with it being a non-district game, if it's a district game, Coach Luna's not making that statement. I'm not making that statement. But in a non-district game, you can learn so much from that, especially going through film and be more criticizing to your guys. And, you know, they're upset in the loss. They know they didn't play up to standard. So they're going to do what they can to fix it rather than thinking they can do that again and maybe get by by the seat of their pants. And and I praise Coach Luna for, for saying that. And like you said, it's only his third time in his career. I hope he doesn't have to say it again this year or ever in his Gallatin career. But I think it was a very good learning point for this team. And we haven't played since then. So we've had eight days off since Thanksgiving. So I hope we can come out and, and correct that tonight. Absolutely, and so I'll be anxious to see, like you said, how they how they come out. And you know, they're not going to say it publicly, but when you look at the losses and, and you look at the loss to Siegel and you look at the loss to Portland, 
they almost mirror each other at the way they started. You had a chance to win it late, but but you didn't make the plays down the stretch to get the win. But I, I said this to, to Coach Luna, and, and he kind of shook it off, but I think it hits a little bit differently when it's Portland as opposed to Siegel. Because Siegel, you can kind of justify and say, well, they're a Murfreesboro school. They've got, you know, X population. They've got this, that, and the other. But Portland, you can't really justify. You would think that you have better athletes, better players at Gallatin. And they couldn't also justify it because they accepted the fact that Portland just outplayed them. They out-hustled them. And that's where they had the problem. And that's where they want to see their biggest jump made tonight. And like you mentioned the, the game mirrored each other and and here I've done some statistics Gallatin has been very low scoring in in the first half as as Gallatin has only averaged 12 points in the first quarter 11 in the second quarter and then the second half is when they have got it going as they're averaging 17 points in the third and then they go up to 24 points in the fourth quarter so you know the halftime adjustments are working but maybe the, the pregame, I would like to see a start early today. Yeah. Start early and often. Yeah. Fast start for sure. Uh, fast start for sure. And I'm, I'd like to just see us play. I have it in my notes right here. I want to see us play consistent for all four quarters. No, absolutely. Sorry. Getting 11 in roster from the, the scorer's table. Appreciate them uh, getting that over, over to me. Uh, there is a couple names on here. Bryce, uh, I am going to have to ask how they pronounce his last name here. But Nizik, if I had to guess. I'm going to say Jessic. Jessic. Let's ask Jessic. our buddy right here. How do you pronounce uh, Bryce's last name? Nizik? Hey, Nizik. Zach got it. Hey, there we go. <laughs> All right, Bryce Nizik. There you go. We're about just over three minutes away from tip-off here at Le Lebanon High School. First time making our way. I was here earlier this year. Uh, doing the Hendersonville football broadcast. So I was over at the Lebanon High School football field. Uh, they had a nice setup over here. And now they bring us to the gymnasium. Uh, and it's a great setup over here. Thank you so much. Uh, perfect. And so this is great. They've just given us a, a regular regular roster. Slick. Awesome. Both men's and women's on both sides, along with the Lebanon High School schedule. So very much appreciate them as R.J. Crenshaw makes his way to the Gallatin basket. About two minutes and counting until tip-off here at Campbell-Brandon Gymnasium. They call it the Devil's Lair. Students filling it out a little bit. I mean, if we're being honest, leave me a little bit to be desired for the student section. Yeah, but if you look at our student section, we're only about 12 people deep. You'd think they'd come a little bit further on the 15-mile route over here, but we're dressed out as as neon and construction workers tonight. So shout out shout out to them. Ma so, maybe we distract some free throws tonight in, in our neon colors. Maybe. Maybe we do. There is you're right. There is literally one or two handfuls of Galton students, but we appreciate them making the quick trip down 109 to support the Green Wave as final pregame notes are being gone over right now as Coach Luna gets ready to draw up a couple plays as we get ready to start. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. 
in search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin, a family-owned business founded by three brothers. Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrums Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrums Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. Hello, everybody. Welcome back into Campbell Brandon Gymnasium here at Lebanon High School, home of the Blue Devils, as your Gallatin Green Wave are just moments away from tip-off here between non-district foe Lebanon. Getting ready for their conference play. You know, I was looking at the schedule. We don't start conference play until the new year. So it's going to be a lot of a lot of non-district tough games until the start of the new year as Green Wave and Lebanon get set to be introduced. I'll bring that to you now. Definitely, congratulations to our own Rob Hosier, as as mentioned, 50 years of keeping the book. And now you're here in the starting lineups. There you go, your starting lineup as Gallatin and Lebanon just moments away from tip-off here as they get ready to turn off the lights. Very cool for oh, them to honor. Very, Yeah, very cool for Rob Hosier and what, what an honor for him. And and this is this is pretty darn cool what we're watching right here uh, at Lebanon High School. I know you you don't see this in a lot of places. No, they've, they've completely turned out the lights. They've got the video board playing to our right. Just above the entrance. And Zach, Zach, while they're doing that, I want to mention, we mentioned in pregame of, of how well we have thought Kamari Watkins has been playing thus far, and he's in the starting lineup tonight. Yes, absolutely. Didn't notice that, but great, great eye there. Didn't notice that, but Kamari Watkins is, like you said, indeed in the starting lineup. And, yeah, he's played well for this Gallatin team. And, and you would think as this season continues to progress that – that nine-man rotation will probably get shrunk a little bit, maybe down to maybe down to seven or eight. Um, and that's what these games are all about, just finding your rotation, 
finding your footing, and just kind of see who works well with one another. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. As we listen to Lebanon's starting lineup. Avery Harris. Brody Reasonover. TJ Searcy. Marcus Anglin. Bryce Nizek. All right, there we go. Wasn't sure if you were able to hear that through. Zach, before we get started, can you hear me loud and clear? I know you messed with something. And I can. I can hear you good. Okay, just making sure my voice got more quiet. Usually I could hear myself loud and clear, but it got quiet. I don't want to hear myself anyway, but, <laughs> but it's fine, but... As always, to our fans and to our listeners, wherever they're listening to, it's basketball time here at Lebanon High School. R.J. Crenshaw going to jump it up for the Green Wave. Going to jump up against Marcus Anglin. Got a little debris on the court. Refs gives the go-ahead. We are underway. Lebanon winning the tip. Getting it over to Avery Harris. Harris going to walk it into the front court. Going to be picked up by DeCosta Ricks. Harris. Takes a screen, works right, pulls up jumper. No good, rebound, pulled down by Traverius Reed. Reed gets it over to Ricks, and Ricks pushes it into the front court. Ricks works baseline. Nope, knocked out of bounds, and going to be Lebanon ball. Harris gets the inbound from Nizek into the front court. Gets it over to Cersei. Cersei looking for a teammate. Offensive foul call is... Is the call. Ball coming through. There you hey, go. Zach. Ball came under the curtain right into your hands. Yep. Getting some action early. Feel like I'm the glory days. <laughs> As Kamari Watkins going to inbound it for Gallatin. Getting it over to Ricks. Ricks quickly into the front court. Up to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Hessen in the, in the corner. Hessen to Watkins. Watkins wants a three. It's no good. As that ball is out of bounds and over to Lebanon. I don't know about that shot from Kamari as, as he's one of our big post players. Maybe he can he can shoot that as he's, he's an athletic kid, but I'd like to see him maybe drive that ball to the paint. Harris into the front court, wants a double screen, gets a double screen. Picked up by Watkins. He gets it over to Nizek, who fires a three. No good. Rebound to Lebanon. Lebanon inside the paint, trying to go up strong with it. Ball knocked away. Jump ball is the call. Possession arrow to Gallatin. You know, good job boxing out so far early for, for the Green Wave. And I don't know if I mentioned that pregame, but I mentioned it in, in other games. we got to do a better job of boxing out. Ricks into the front court. Gets it up to Hessen. Takes a screen. Back up to Watkins. Top of the key. Gets it back over to Ricks. Ricks down to Hessen on the low block. One dribble up. Hessen no good. Gets his own rebound, but it's knocked loose. It's going to be it's going to stay with Gallatin. You know, I like to look down there to Hessen as – he made a little shimmy shimmy move and he went up with his right hand just missed it but followed his shot got a rebound Ricks on the inbound gonna get it into Traverius Reed Reed gonna step out of bounds in front of the Lebanon base in front of the Lebanon bench excuse me turnover Green Wave tough break right there is tight sidelines Harris gonna angle his way into the front court guarded by Ricks Ricks tries to get a body on him Harris gets it over to Nizek Nizek over to Cersei. Cersei has the ball poked away, but it's going to stay with Lebanon. Nice defense and nice hands right there from R.J. Crenshaw just poking that ball away as 
as the Lebanon guy was just dribbling behind his back. Needs it. Going to get it into Harris. Harris around the coach's strike. Going to dribble. Give it to Avery. Avery looking for the back cut. Doesn't get it. Gets it over to Nizik. Nizik trying to work middle. Does get get it over to Harris. Harris with a little runner. Throws it up good. That's a nice little floater right there. They they worked the ball well and hard to defend. A nice little floater. Harris breaks a 0-0 tie. Lebanon 2 nothing. Six minutes left to go in this first quarter. Ricks gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Watkins. Top of the, th- top of the key. He wants a three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Lebanon. Cersei quickly into the front court. He pulls up 15-footer. No good. Rebound Crenshaw. Crenshaw hands off to Ricks. Ricks. Yo-Yo dribbles his way into the front court. Gets it over to Crenshaw, top of the key. Crenshaw attacks. He loses that basketball. Lebanon tries to save it, but he steps out of bounds. Going to stay with the green wave. No foul call there, but an aggressive take by by R.J. Crenshaw. Rick's going to inbound for the green wave. Looking for Reed, who picks up a screen from Hessen. Reed pulls a three. No good. Rebound, Lebanon. Cersei going to push it into the front court. He's got Nizik. Nizik thought about a three. Instead, kicks it top of the key. 15-footer is good. Marcus Anglin. Galton wants a timeout, 5-19 in the first quarter. Slow start here from the Green Wave again. Uh, I feel like we sound like a broken record, but once again, for our third time being on call, the, the Green Wave have started early on the offensive end. I mean, started slow on the offensive end, and we were hoping to see that cleared up this game. And maybe out of this break right here, because you know as well as I do, Coach Luna isn't happy with this start. He He's definitely going to get into the tail and, and motivate his boys to come out and run the offense that he has taught them so well to do. I think there's a couple shots maybe he didn't like, maybe worked the offense a little bit better. I think that's what he's talking about right now. But Lebanon waiting on the green wave as the second horn comes in. Yeah, as you mentioned, we're already over, over three from threes, and two of those threes were taken by one of our big men. Yeah. Not even our shooters as – DaCosta Ricks, our point guard, our leading scorer at 16 points a game, uh, hasn't even attempted a shot. Crenshaw going to get it into Ricks, and Ricks going to yo-yo dribble his way into the front court, back over to Crenshaw, top of the key, around the perimeter, over to Reed. Reed kicks it over to Isaiah Barr, who checks in for the first time. Barr over to Ricks. He thought about a three, but got to pull it down. Gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking down low to Hessen. Hessen power dribble up strong, good. Logan Hessen breaks through for the green wave as Avery Harris Quickly pushes it into the front court for Lebanon. Harris breaks his man down. Looks at the 15-footer. Now gives it to the perimeter. Nizik in the corner for three for Lebanon. No good. Rebound pulled down by Hessen. Hessen gets it over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push but has to slow it down. Instead, going to attack middle. Gets it back out to the perimeter. Ricks over to Reed. Reed, far corner. Kicks it back over to Ricks. Rick's going to penetrate middle, kick out to Traverius Reed. Reed for three, too strong off the top of the backboard. And it's going to be Lebanon's ball. Ball movement wasn't bad on that possession, but like I mentioned in pregame, I'd like to see us get the ball down to Hessen. Uh, he had the hot hand that last drive. Give it to him again, see if he can get position in a basket. Avery Harris going to slow walk his way into the front court. Get it over to TJ Searcy. Searcy guarded closely by Barr. Lebanon in the corner. Going to pull up 18-footer. Rims in and out. Toilet bowl is what we call it. As it was halfway down, then it pops out. Loose ball foul on Lebanon. On T.J. Searcy, who's going for the offensive rebound. 
Yeah, that, like you said, the bullet bullet went round and round and round and it finally just came out. Crenshaw now, or excuse me, Ricks gets it in from Crenshaw. Ricks into the front court, under four minutes, trailing four to two. Isaiah Barr along the perimeter, going to drive baseline, pulls it back out over to Reed. Reed swings it to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. They're looking down low for Hessen. Ricks got to pull it back out, kicks it to Barr, nearly loses it. Barr out to the mid-stripe, looking, gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw still looking for Hessen down low. They can't get it to him. Barr, top of the key, back over to Ricks. Ricks to Reed in the corner. Reed to Crenshaw. Crenshaw fakes a three, then drives, pull up, 15-footer. Good. Beautiful. Beautiful nice move there, R.J. Crenshaw. To tie this one up at four, 320 in county. Avery Harris. Jog dribble past the midcourt line. Picked up by Ricks. Gets it over to Cersei. Cersei. Going to fake the knees it. Going to instead drive baseline. Throws up a runner. No good. Pulled down by Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks looking ahead. Gets it up to Barr. Barr. Back to Ricks. Ricks to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Reed. Looking for Hessen down low. They don't have him. Barr. Top of the key. One dribble. Pull up. In and out. No good. Rebound still alive. Picked up by DeCosta Ricks. Corner three. No good. Avery Harris wants to push. Picked up by Barr. Slows his dribble. Harris gets it down to the corner. Cersei now with the ball. Gets it over to Nizek in the corner. Three. No good. Rebound Hessen. DeCosta Ricks going to walk it into the front court. 4-4, 2-24 and counting. Ricks going to kick it over the corner. R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw going to drive baseline all the way nice. to the cup for two. Nice pump fake. Nice drive. Nice little floater. Avery Harris now for Lebanon. Wants a screen, gets a screen. Top of the key. Thought about a three. Instead going to pass it away to Brody Reasonover. Reasonover gets it over to Cersei. Cersei high, low. Nice pass down to Marcus Anglin. Anglin went up but was fouled from behind. Very, very nice pass. Very nice find. And Mr. Referee got DeCosta Riggs on a, on a push in the back on that missed layup. I thought we, we got away with the one right there, but... Foul is going to be on the floor as, as Avery Harris now taking it out under his own basket, looking for somebody. Gets it out to Marcus White, checks in for the first time tonight. White, top of the key, guarded by Maxwell Moore. Moore staying in front of him, gets it back over to Harris. Harris, nice cut, nice backdoor cut there. Thought for sure blocking is the foul call. Thought for sure Kamari Watkins was there for the charge to take the charge on Marcus excuse me on Brody Reasonover it, it looked good to me it looked like he had his feet set and he fell straight back but they they got him for the blocking foul it was Marcus White my apologies White going to go to the charity stripe to shoot for two. First free throw up and good Green Wave leads 6-5 to five, 144 left to go in this first quarter second free throw up and good for White tying this game at six. Ricks with the inbounds. Going to push it into the front court. Working against the 2-3 zone. Isaiah Barr. Nope. Got man now. Back over to Reed in the corner. Reed looks down low to Kamari Watkins. Watkins has to kick it out, but he's fouled on the floor. <clears throat> Lebanon, they uh, they tricked me. I thought for sure they were coming out with the 2-3 zone defense, but then 
quickly into the man. So definitely a good find uh, to see Kamari Watkins down low, and and Searcy is is out in foul trouble. Traverius Reed going to inbound it under his own basket, looking for someone. Just got to throw it up. Ricks comes down with it. Ricks top of the key. He drives, got to kick it out to Reed. Reed gets to the middle, pulls up 13-footer. It's good. It bounces in. Traverius Reed, members bounce. 8-6 skeleton. Put that English on that ball. Lebanon into the front court. Harris over to White. White trying to work middle of the floor. He does. Loses the ball, but gets it back. Hope the reason over for the long three. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Barr. Barr going to push. Gets it back over to Ricks. Ricks back to Barr, top of the key. Thought about a three. Gives it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore to Reed in the corner. Reed back to Ricks, under 50 seconds. Ricks looking. Gets it back to Barr, along the perimeter. Barr to Reed. Reed wants to drive middle. He gets middle. Dishes down low to Kamari Watkins. Watkins called for the walk. Coach Bobby Luna insisting for Kamari Watkins to go straight up with it, stop putting the ball on the floor. As Avery Harris now going to walk his dribble into the front court with 30 seconds left to go in this first quarter. Harris, nice little move, 18-footer, pull up left side, good. That's a nice, really nice move by Harris. 8-8 eight, eight ball game, 20 seconds left to go in this first quarter. Galton can take the last shot if they want it. Costa Ricks going to walk it into the front court. Gets it over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw gets a screen, works middle, kicks it over to Isaiah Barr. He wants a three. It's no good. It pulled down by Lebanon. Lebanon quickly into the front That's court. Marcus White going to be called for the travel. Not a bad possession for the green wave right there, but definitely an early shot with, with almost six seconds left. That should do it for the end of the first quarter, and it does. 8-8 eight to eight is your score here at Lebanon High School as Gallatin struggling through some early, or excuse me, working through some early struggles, but has, again, stormed back. To, well, I say stormed back, but it was only a four-point game at one point. But it's 8-8 eight to eight here at the first, end of the first quarter. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin, a family-owned business founded by three brothers. Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether... Welcome back here to Gallatin High School as your, as your green waiver tied with the Blue Devils 8-8 eight to eight after the first quarter. Austin, what did you see in that first eight minutes? I saw exactly what you and I mentioned before the game. This is going to be a low-scoring affair. It's going to be a defensive battle. Um, un unfortunately, we were wishing for a high-scoring game from <laughs> the green wave, but like I stated before, I mean, we're only averaging between 10 to 12 points in the first quarter, and we only end up with eight that quarter, so... Zach Wakefield into the game for the Green Wave as Avery Harris works it into the front court. Gets it over to Marcus White. White wanted a three, but instead kicks it back out to Harris. Harris driving right side, pulls up 15-footer. It's good. Nice little move there from Harris. Elbow jumper as Traverius Reed gets it into the front court for the Green Wave. Trailing 10-8. Start of the second quarter. Maxwell Moore over to Crenshaw. 
Crenshaw looking down low. Gets it down for Watkins. Watkins, one, one dribble, spin move. Trying to go up with it. Does. No foul called. Going up strong. Throwing it up. No good. A lot of contact. No foul. Down low as Lebanon quickly pushes it into the front court. Harris guarded by Wakefield. Harris wants a screen, doesn't use a screen. Instead, gets to the middle of the floor, throws up a nice little left-handed layup. Good. Harris, back-to-back buckets for Lebanon. Javarius Reed quickly into the front court. Where will the offense come from? As Zach Wakefield, top of the key, kicks it over to Reed. Reed, pullback three. Good. Bottom. Javarius Reed, step back three. And the green wave down one. 12-11, 6.45 in county. Avery Harris. Tries to work middle. Gets it over to Marcus White in the corner. Harris. Top of the key. Picked up by Wakefield. Gets it over to White. White guarded closely by Crenshaw. White gets by Crenshaw. Kicks it out. Aldridge. Anglin. Excuse me. No good. Rebound Lebanon. White comes away with it. Gets it back over to Reason over and Lebanon restarts their set. Back to Harris. Harris guarded by Wakefield. Wants a screen. Uses a screen. Gets to the middle of the court. Nice dish there to his teammate. Bass, who lays it up for two. Dalton quickly into the front court with Reed. Logan Hessen, DeCosta Ricks, and Devontae Harris at the scores table to check in for the green wave. Crenshaw, top of the key, up to Reed. Reed over to Watkins. Watkins wants a three. He takes a three. It's no good. Turnover, it's over to Lebanon. It's his third three of this half. And I haven't, I haven't saw him shoot a three all year, and he's come out and shooting three, and he, he hasn't been close on him. I mean, he's a post player going out and shooting a three, but on the other side, Lebanon's Harris is up to eight points, and, man, he looks good. Got a sub in as Amari Manier in for Lebanon. Gets over to Brody. Reason over, reason over. Going to drop baseline. Pulls up. 12-footer. No good. Over, over the, the back. back. No call. Wait, they, they call it on us? Yeah, they called a foul on us. Okay. Not sure about that call, but that is the call from the Stripes. Sending Lebanon's Marcus Anglin to the line for two. Anglin's first free throw, no good. The referee is... Talking to Coach Luna, and he said he just kept trying to box him out as he was throwing up a shot after he got that rebound. Anglin's second free throw up and good. Lebanon now up 15 to 11. Costa Ricks back into the game, pushing it into the front court. Ricks over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Reed. Reed to Harris. Harris top of the key, back to Ricks. Ricks looking down low, trying to get it to Hessen. Said Ricks going to drop baseline. Back to Hessen around the perimeter. Over to Harris. Back to Reed. Over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking down low. Gets it down low to Hessen. One dribble up strong. Throws it up good. Nice Logan move. Hessen establishing a presence down low on the low block. 15-13. Five minutes and counting in this first half. That was a good find by R.J. Crenshaw. Manier. Over to Neezit. Neezit. Loose ball foul called on Gallatin. That's, that's two possessions for us on defense that if he calls. Obviously, we're not out there in, in the moment calling them, but they seem to be a little, little weaker calls than, than what we'd like to see. Amari Manier in running point for Lebanon. Manier getting a screen from Anglin. Manier 
Working left side, gets it over, knees it, corner three is good. As Lebanon now out to an 18-13 lead, 445 and counting. DaCosta Ricks for the green wave into the front court. Ricks over to Crenshaw in the corner, right in front of the Lebanon bench. Crenshaw to Reed. Reed works middle, gets it middle, throws up a runner, no good. Pulled nice down rebound. by Logan Hessen. Hessen strong in the paint. 18-15, 425 and counting. Manier into the front court, guarded by Harris. Manier going to hand off White. White That's loses it. Call for the walk there as Isaiah Barr going to check in for the green wave. Good defense right there by DeCosta Riggs for some out ball handlers to walk. Out comes Crenshaw. Gallatin gets it into Ricks. Ricks going to yo-yo dribble it into the front court. Ricks picks up a screen from Hessen. Ricks gets it over to Barr. Barr back to Hessen around the perimeter. Back to Reed. Offensive foul. Illegal charge is the call. Or excuse me, illegal block is the call on Gallatin. Turnover for the Green Wave. Trying to get a little pick and roll and hitting him on the back door cut and just got called for that illegal screen. Nizik going to inbound it from under his own basket up to Amari Manier. Manier, hip high dribble into the front court, picked up by DeCosta Ricks. Gets a screen, illegal screen, back to back illegal screen calls, Austin. There we go. We don't You don't see that often, but we'll definitely take it as, as Marshall Hansen enters the game for the Green Wave. Avery Harris getting ready to check back in for Lebanon. DeCosta Ricks picked up by Marcus White. Ricks wants a screen from Hessen, gets a screen from Hessen. Kicks it over to Hansen. Hansen wants a three. It's good. Marshall Hansen connecting from long range. 18-18 ball game. 3.30 and counting. Amari Manier into the front court, picked up by Ricks. Ricks applying pressure. He gets old. Thought he got away with a clean steal there, but instead called in for the reaching foul as Ricks was looking for the breakaway layup. I feel like that was that was good D and, and good hands. Just I think that was a little too soon of a call by the stripes there. Amari Manier going to step to the line, going to shoot two for Lebanon. Gallatin with five foul calls against him. Lebanon just with one. I'm not mistaken. Is this kid a freshman, Zach? This kid is a freshman. That's what I thought. I didn't have enough places to put him on my little stat sheet, but I remember they had one freshman in the first free throws up and no good for Manier. Second free throw along the way is good. Lebanon now back in front by one. T.J. Searcy checks in for Lebanon, as does Avery Harris. DeCosta Ricks going to work his way into the front court. Picks up a screen from Logan Hess and gets to the middle of the, nice drive. Middle of the lane. Throws up a runner. No good. Ricks pokes the ball away, but ends up in Marcus White's hands. Hands pushes it up to Harris quickly. Harris thought about driving middle, but instead going to drive baseline. Kicks it out to Nizik for the corner three. No good. Too short. Pulled down by Ricks. Ricks gets it up to Barr quickly. Barr going to throw up a wild shot in and out. Lebanon quickly into the front court is Searcy. Searcy going to attack. Kick it back out to Nizik for three. Nizik, no good. Lebanon pulled out as a rebound. No. Back out to Gallatin. Over to Ricks. Ricks into the front court. 
Trailing 19-18. Works middle. Gets middle. Throws up the floater. No good. Ball still alive. Gets his own rebound. Throws up a floater. It's good. That's why you follow your shot, Zach. 2019 Gallatin leads. 230 and counting. Avery Harris. Into the front court. Picked up by Ricks. Harris. Going to work to the cup. Get to the cup. Throw up a, a floater. No good. Quickly out to Gallatin. Ricks has got numbers. Kicks it out to Isaiah Barr in the corner. Pump fake. Drive. Pulls up. No good. Ball still loose. You know, I'm okay with that. Excuse me. I'm okay with him. Lebanon ball. Pump faking in the corner and, and driving for a 14-foot jump shot. Just rims out there, but shoot I'm, it. I'm okay with that. Shoot it. I want him shooting that. He, he, he's got a pretty little stroke from deep. Well, he does, but I'm, I'm good with either or right there. But like you said, he does have a good stroke. Avery Harris going to slow walk his way into the front court. Going to be picked up by Barr. Harris gets it over. Reason over. Reason over. Gets it to Bass. Bass back to Reason over. Reason over. Skips it over to Harris. Harris swings it to Reason over. Reason over. Going to pull up three. Wide open. No good. Pulled down by Logan Hessen. Galton working that zone defense. Forcing the shot. They get it quickly up to Traverius Reed for three. Good. Traverius Reed connects. And the Green Wave are out to their biggest lead of this first half as number two cashes in from long range. 23-19, minute 35 left to go in this first half. String music right there, Zach. What a great possession for the Green Wave, finding an open shooter, connecting from deep as, as Reed is up to eight points already. As we mentioned in, in pregame, we're looking for somebody to fill the role of of a guy who can score double digits every game to go along with DeCosta Ricks. DeCosta Ricks has had a slow start with two points, and, and Reed's got eight, and Logan Hessen's got six. So maybe we're finding a couple guys that, that can that can do that for us. That's why defensive rebounding is so important because your first outlet pass right there to Ricks. Ricks is halfway up the court when the Lebanon defense is still sucked in on their own basket. Then you get it quickly up, up the court, and you get that great shot right there. So... Reed, a really good job connecting there from long from long range as Lebanon going to inbound it with a minute 35 to go in this first half. Avery Harris going to slow walk his way into the front court. Harris gets it over to Cersei. Galton in a 1-3-1 zone defense. Lebanon gets it down low, throws up on the block. No good, but foul on the play. Going to send Marcus Anglin to the line for two. Fouls on Logan Hessen. It looked like he was straight up and down as as a young man from Lebanon just went up for a layup and missed it. As now he's trying for two free ones. First free throw up and no good for Lebanon. As Logan Hessen going to take a seat for Gallatin. Kamari Watkins going to sub in. Second free throw for Anglin is up and good. As Gallatin leads 23-20. Minute 20 and counting. Traverius Reed jogs it into the front court. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr on the perimeter who gives it over to Hanson. Hanson to Reed. Reed back to Hanson at the top of the key. Hanson to Barr. Barr to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Reed. Reed drives baseline. Kicks it over to Kamari Watkins on the low block. Watkins got to get it out of there. He's trapped down low. He's going to swing it over to Traverius Reed. Reed. Fancy dribbling, kicks it back over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw along the perimeter, gets it back to Reed. Reed going to work toward the middle, get to the Ooh, middle. Right-handed layup, nice play to Reed 
42 seconds left in counting in this first half. Lebanon, travel for the walk. Nice job by the defense, just suffocating seriously right there with the double team. I think this 1-3-1 zone defense Gallatin has thrown has kind of thrown Lebanon for a little bit of a loop here as their last couple possessions maybe not as crisp. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. Marshall Hansen gets it over to Reed. Reed taking his time into the front court. Gets it to Barr. Barr to Crenshaw. Crenshaw playing hot potato. Reed back to Crenshaw. Back to Crenshaw over to Reed. Reed to Barr. Barr back to Reed. Working the perimeter. 19 seconds and counting. 25-20 Gallatin leads. Barr along the perimeter. Gives it over to Hansen. Hansen gives it to Reed. Head tap is the call. Reed wants a screen. Gives it over to Watkins. Watkins over to Hansen for three. No good. Rebound still alive. Picked up by Watkins. Throws up the layup. No good. As it rims out. Kamari Watkins right place at the right time. But that ball rimming out late. But still, Gallatin leading 25-20 after two. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on whinradio.com. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin, a family-owned business founded by three brothers. Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrum's Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrum's Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. Welcome back to Lebanon High School where your Gallatin Green Wave lead 25-20 at halftime here with Austin Miller. That first quarter it was slow. Austin, but in the second quarter, really feels like it picked up for both offensively and defensively for the Green Wave. What do you got for us? Yeah, it did, and whatever Coach Luna said in, in the little huddle before we went out to start the second quarter, I know his, his face was red, so, you know, it was an, an intense. <laughs> He's a lunatic, that's for sure. He is a lunatic, and um, they, the high school selling shirts that say lunatic. I, I'd like one. I think we could. We can support yeah. and, and wear them in, in a broadcast. But, yeah, like you said, the, the second quarter was definitely more of what we wanted to see, only scoring eight in the first quarter, and, and now we're up to 25 at, at half. But some, well, some stats for you. For the Green Wave, RJ, RJ Crenshaw, four points. Javarius Reed, leading scorer with ten points. The Costa Ricks with two. Marshall Hansen with three. And Logan Hessen with six. Logan Hessen's got six points and six rebounds. Looks like he's on his way to a for sure double-double if he keeps doing his thing. Um, excuse me if you're Lebanon fans, but I've only written down last names, so I'm just going to go with last names. Oh, Zach Sanamia. Roster over. Avery Harris is leading the Lebanon Blue Devils with, with eight points. Marcus White with two. 
Dekavion Bass with two. Bryce Nizek with three. Marquise Anglin with four. And Amari Manier with one. Overall, a better performance by the Green Wave than, than what we have seen in the past couple games in, in the first half. Making an adjustment on the fly rather than wait until halftime to make that adjustment, Zach. And, and I'm glad to see that we're able to make that adjustment on the fly rather than having to hear it at halftime and then coming back out. And, and going into half with a lead is a lot different than going into half with down as, as we have been down the past two games that we've broadcasted. Uh, down 19 for one and it down 12 for the other. It's, it's nice to go into half up five, and I hope we can come out and keep that same energy and, and continue to do our thing, move the ball and get the ball down low and don't force anything. We're, we're out-rebounding them. Um, I feel like if we get good shots, we got guys that can box out and, and put up some offensive rebounds and, and buckets. Did you just throw out a football term, move the ball? I did move, <laughs> move the ball. you got to move the ball around on offense. I mean, uh, I think every coach's favorite play, maybe not, but when I was in school, it's motion, 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 move the yeah. ball, move around, yeah. move the rock around. So I get what you're saying. Move the ball. <laughs> no, ball movement is key. I mean, you got to keep that ball moving. A ball can move faster than any good defense, the best defensive player on the court. So definitely want to get ball movement. And the ball movement has been good. There, a lot of wide-open shots Gallatin has taken. In the first quarter, they, they weren't really making them. But in the second quarter, they started to come along and started to – started to to drop you know we we joked kind of pregame that if they play if they didn't play well they might not invite us back for a broadcast so at least we know it's not us austin yeah it's, it's definitely not us as as they have shown that they can play well with with us in attendance but that first half i've i, I give a lot of it to our defense yeah our defense played a, a heck of a, a heck of a first half and i agree lebanon lebanon likes to shoot the three um Nizek took six threes in the half. I was going to say, Nizek, he, he wasn't shy, was he? He, he was. He, he took six threes in, in the first half, and, and he made one, and that's the only made three for the Lebanon Blue Devils that half. So uh, I wouldn't say they're a three-point shooting team, but Nizek is. Um, they're not afraid to shoot it. They're, they're, they're definitely not afraid to shoot it, and, and usually when they do drive, uh, they've had a couple walks uh, that, that have been called, but it seems like they are – <laughs> They're being stopped by our guys who are six three and six four because they don't match up well with us with height and and I feel like if we could force them down low and and just keep playing the defense that we have and continue to put pressure on this, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna be in in, in good shape the second half. Galton hit Lebanon with a little bit of a one three one zone defense there at the end of the second quarter. I really thought that threw Lebanon uh, for a few loops. I know Avery Harris though. He's a junior guard for them. They, you know, Harris has a nice little pull up. He, he, I call it fancy dribbling. He likes to, he likes to do the crossovers. He likes to go between the legs. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of action. Not a lot of movement with with those kind of players. So if you can just stay in front of them, uh, you know, and not watch that ball, just watch their belly button. And I think DeCosta Ricks has done a pretty good job of trying to control Harris. But again, Harris side to side moves well. He dishes it well. He can get to the rim. Uh, but if they can figure out a way to slow him down, I really think this Lebanon deep offense will struggle. Right, and for the listeners who aren't here and you hear us talk about Avery Harris, if you're a basketball watcher, if you ever heard of a kid named Mac McClung, he kind of has the style of play as him. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he can't jump out of the gym uh, like Mac could, but a, a smaller guard that 
was really good at ball handling and had a very nice jumper and and he found a way to get it done and and I just see that resemblance in in Avery Harris being that smaller guard just making things happen driving the lane throwing up throwing up floaters and and left-handed layups and finger rolls and he, he's a good ball player for sure you know we we we, we highlighted Kamari Watkins before the game I think he's taking some shots in the first half and maybe he'd like back um you know, I, I think maybe that – I hope that hasn't affected his confidence because they were at the end, of the end of the half, had a chance to throw up a little layup, and I know that rimmed out. I, I hope above the shoulders he's doing okay because he can – he needs to play big minutes. He can play big minutes uh, for this Green Wave team, but I think maybe he's just out of sorts early tonight. Yeah, and, and like we mentioned, I believe this is his first start of the year, and you and I both played basketball at, at the high school level. And w- when you start a high school game, you, you do feel that pressure. You feel like you're being relied on by your teammates to score some points. But like you said, he, he took some shots that he usually doesn't take. I mean, he took three threes, and, and that's usually not like Kamari. He's a he's a down-low guy, get the ball to the rim, and you probably heard Coach Luna uh, yelling at him. But when he catches the ball down low, turn to the basket and, and take a layup, and, and he doesn't have to put the ball on the floor every time he receives the ball. He's, he's so big, he can – he can make a pivot move and just go up with a layup or, or a, a five foot five foot jumper. But he's going to be good. He's a football player. I was around him all fall. He's a very confident person. Kind of keeps to himself, but he's got a, a good head on his shoulders. And I feel like he'll come out and, and be just fine the second half. We're about a minute and a half out from that second half. Both teams have made their way onto the court. Lebanon get some shots up. Gallatin waiting around for their coaches again. Head coach Bobby Luna, assistant coaches Chris Good and JoJo Smith. I don't see assistant coach Zach Blindauer. I guess he didn't make the trip down, but of course joined by the legendary Mr. Rob Hosier, who was honored pregame tonight. Mr. Hosier, 50 years working the books in the PA at Gallatin and just doing a marvelous job trying to ignore me, and that's okay. Mr. Hosier keeps to himself and uh, just a great, great man, a great ambassador for Gallatin High School, even though he didn't go to Gallatin High School. You know, it, it's nice to have those people in the community that are giving back to Gallatin, and, and I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but neither one of, of us went to Gallatin, and yeah, and we're not near on the same level as Mr. Hosier. But, no, no, no. But, you know, it's it's it takes that. It takes people that have a love and have a passion for the game, whether it be any game or any sport, but it takes that to have – a successful school and a successful uh, community of support, and you know, there's this is a, a very big growing community. So you're going to get that out of town or mentality. But you know, this is a team basketball, football, baseball, whatever sport it is in school. It's a very likable place to to be in a very good program and, and school to send your kids to and and root for. Second half, getting ready to be underway here at Campbell Brandon Gymnasium at Lebanon High School. Nice little facility they've got here in Wilson County. Austin was asking me pregame when this school was built. And I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's pretty new. I think it's rather. Do you know when this school was built? No idea. You know, I, I'm a Gallenberg Pittman grad and just, just moved here from 2012. 2012, okay. Thank you, sir. Very nice. So, but me moving here only five years ago, I'm not up to date on, on all the, the new schools, but it's definitely one of the nicest ones in the area. 
Gallatin going to get the ball to start the second half, and we are underway as R.J. Crenshaw gets it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks is surveying the defense. It looks like Lebanon wants to come out in a 2-3 zone. Let's see what Gallatin does to work against that zone. As Traverius Reed, top of the key between the circles, gets it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks along the perimeter. Being pushed out by that zone. Gives it over to Reed in the corner. Reed, top of the court, or top of the key, excuse me, to RJ Crenshaw. Crenshaw fouled on the floor. Good ball movement so far in that possession. We had a chance of kicking it out to DeCosta Ricks for a wide open three, but R.J. Crenshaw was fouled before making that pass. Reed going to get the inbounds up to Ricks. Ricks, again, trying to break down this zone defense. Gets over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw out to Reed for three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Lebanon. Avery Harris going to push quickly. Going to push it out to the corner to Cersei. Cersei picked up by Reed. Cersei gets it over to Reasonover. Reasonover. Back to Harris. Picked up by Ricks. Harris gets it over to Nizik. Along the perimeter. Kicks it down low to Cersei. Cersei throws up a wild shot. Pulled down by Gallatin. Ricks going to push it into the front court. Gets to the middle of the lane. Throws up a runner. No good. Rebound. Ball still loose. Pulled down by Lebanon. Harris into the front court quickly. Throws up a layup. No good. Rebound pulled down by Lebanon. Loose ball foul on Gallatin. Lebanon got the quick run out as Avery Harris threw up a wild shot. Pulled down by T.J. Searcy, and Searcy fouled what looks like on the floor as Harris going to inbound it from his, under his own basket. Yeah, he called that foul on Marshall Hansen on the floor. Harris looking for a teammate. Gets it over to Searcy in the corner. Searcy going to drive baseline, going to throw up a runner. No good. Rebound, Lebanon. Fucks out. Pulled down by Nizik. Lebanon still with the ball. Harris going to go baseline, throws up a wild shot. He's fouled, going to go to the line for two. Lebanon with multiple... Shots on that possession. Galton just could not bring down the loose ball. And now Harris will step to the line for two. Marshall Hansen picks up his second foul in a matter of, of 20 seconds. That's just due to, to us not getting a, a butt on a body and boxing out. Harris's first free throw is up and good. 25-21, 6.39 to go in this third quarter. As Isaiah Barr checks in for Galton, Marshall Hansen makes his way to the bench. Harris, second free throw. Up, oh, rattles in. Good. 25-22. Lebanon going to go full court press. Ricks trying to break it down. Over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Reed. Reed up to Barr into the front court. Barr going to drive middle. Going to throw up a runner. Good. 12-footer. Nice little runner there by Isaiah Barr. First points of the half for Gallatin. He's got a nice touch of the basketball. He can, he can score from anywhere. Harris into the front court over to Reason over. Reason over back to Harris, top of the key. Harris over to Nizik. Nizik, one dribble back to Harris, top of the key, guarded closely by Ricks. Harris over to Bass. Bass in the corner to Reason over. Reason over takes the screen, gets middle, throws up a 13 footer. In and out, no good. Ball knocked away, pulled down by Hessen. Hessen to Ricks. Ricks going to push it into the front court. Lebanon still going with the 2 3 zone. Ball knocked loose, pulled down by Cersei. Turnover Gallatin. Lebanon has numbers. Cersei attacks. Throws up the runner. Good. Off the glass. 27-24 Gallatin. Lebanon still in their full court press. Reed. Trying to break it down. Throws it. Nope. 
picked up by Ricks. Ricks, loose ball foul is the call as T.J. Searcy dove for a loose ball, but then knocked Ricks down for the loose ball foul. That was a lazy pass, Austin. Yeah, that was a lazy pass. Two possessions in a row we've made an, an errant pass, one on a high floating pass, and then kind of a weak bounce pass right there as they've got the full court and half court pressure on. We've got to do a better job of, of passing here in the second half. It's getting to Gallatin early, but Greenway's still trying to break it down. Traverius Reed gets the pass from Ricks. Reed tries to work back middle, gives it over to Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw up to bar, top of the key. He wants a three. He takes a three. It's no good. Pulled down by Lebanon. Avery Harris quickly into the front court. Harris works middle, kicks it corner, white for three. No good. Rebound, Gallatin. Reed into the front court quickly. Wants to push. Instead, brings it back out. Kicks over to Ricks. Ricks to Crenshaw. Corner three. Good. Bottom. The R.J. Crenshaw connects from the corner. 30-24 wave. Avery Harris into the front court. Gets a screen. Takes a screen. Crenshaw picks him up. Crenshaw. Body foul. Crenshaw trying to play defense there on Harris. Yeah, it was good defense. And, and R.J. having almost probably six or seven inches on on Harris. Harris just drove the ball right into the bigger R.J. Crenshaw and, and got the blocking foul. Nizek going to inbound it for Lebanon. Harris picked up by Ricks between the circles. Harris, fancy dribbling, gets to the middle of the court. He throws it away. Turnover Lebanon. Ricks quickly into the front court. Picked up by White. Ricks works middle. Kicks into the corner to Reed. Reed up to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks for three. Bottom. Woo! The Costa Ricks connects after great ball movement from the wave. And they lead 33-24, 4-0-3 counting. Harris over to White. White carry. Turnover, Lebanon. Timeout, Lebanon on the floor. Jim McDowell wants a full timeout to talk about it. As Gallatin has opened up a lead, 33-24, 3.58 to go in this third quarter. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin, a family-owned business founded by three brothers. Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615. Welcome back here to Lebanon High School as Gallatin has opened a 33-24 lead thanks to some nice shooting. From the perimeter, full timeout called by Lebanon. Both teams making their way onto the floor. Lebanon, though they've had to call that timeout defensively, that, that zone was working there for, or excuse me, that press was working uh, for a little while. Yeah, it was, and, and what Gallatin has done good so far this second half is his ball movement. Last two possessions, the ball movement has allowed us to find a wide-open man for three. DeCosta Ricks into the front court, gets it down low to Logan Hessen. Hessen goes up, left hand strong, good. Logan Hessen continuing his good play on the low block for the green wave as Avery Harris going to walk his way into the front court. Going to hand off to White. White, hand off back to Reason over. Reason over. Going to work middle. Left side, throws it away. Nice D. 
Reason over trying to get it over to Marcus White in the corner. White not able to handle it. Turnover Lebanon. Back to Gallatin with 3.30 left to go in this third quarter. Lebanon's feeling a little pressure right here. This is a perfect opportunity for Gallatin Greenwave to just extend the lead and run away with this thing. Ricks quickly into the front court. Gives it over to Hessen. Hessen to Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw over to Reed. Back to Ricks, top of the key. Barr looking down low to Hessen. He gets it down low. Foul call on the floor on Lebanon. Marcus Anglin is the call. Trying to trying to wrangle Hessen down low. Yeah, and Hessen's just just outbought him and, and and being a dog down low and he's calling for the ball. He's he's calling for the ball to be passed on his side and he gets the ball to him down low. Reed gets it into Ricks. Ricks works baseline, twelve footer up and good. 37-24 Gallatin. Beautiful shot. You know, back to Hessen real quick. 6'4", 200, and he's showing it. Tonight he's using that body well as Lebanon. Avery Harris quickly gets it into the front court, picked up by Ricks, top of the key between the circles. Cersei trying to get middle, can't get middle. Good defense by Gallatin. R.J. Crenshaw pokes it away, out of bounds, staying with Lebanon. Good defense here from the Green Wave. Yes, and like I mentioned just a couple seconds ago, the, the pressure is getting to Lebanon and, and continue to put that pressure on him. Lebanon trying to inbound it. They throw it away. Hessen comes up with the steal. Gets it over to Ricks. Into the front court. Ricks surveying, looking, smelling blood in the water. Takes a pick from Hessen. Top of the key. Gets it over to Reed. Reed working middle. Gets middle. Throws up. Layup. Right-hander. Good. He put the English on that ball. Avery Harris gets that inbounds. And Lebanon wants another timeout. As Gallatin has opened up a big lead. 39-24. 235 and counting in this third quarter, Austin. I saw a little bit extra bumping there on that timeout. I, you know, not going to call it, but Logan Hessen doing a really good job there of staying grounded, focused, and not falling for that bait. You know, in the second half, we've came out playing more aggressive than, than Lebanon. And I will mention again, and we're, put, we're, getting, we're putting the pressure on them on the defensive end, and it seems like they don't know what to do, and we're, we're trapping them up top and making them – Force passes that aren't there. So, good job to Coach Luna and good job to the Scouts and Green Wave defense of coming out and putting the pressure on Lebanon. And, and good job by our offense. We're moving the ball a lot better. And we're coming out. And, and th this is the first game that that I think we've done. Our, we've, we've showed our potential of what we can be on the offensive side of, of moving the ball against a good team. Lebanon is a good team. So, uh, I feel like we continue to do this as, as Logan Hessen pumps up his, his teammates to uh, to keep this thing going. He's played well, Austin. He's continued to get better game after game, and I think tonight his most complete game so far. Yeah, eight points, eight rebounds. He's just going to keep doing his thing. Lebanon gets it in. Has a little bit of pressure from Gallatin, but Avery Harris nonetheless walks it into the front court, picked up by DeCosta Ricks. Harris gets it over to Nizik. Nizik looking down low. Over to Harris along the perimeter. Harris Waves the screen off. Instead gets it over to Reasonover. Reasonover, top of the key. Gets it to Anglin. Anglin, looking down low. Making his move oh. down low. Turnover, Lebanon. I'm sorry, that was Bass. That was DeKevion Bass. Working. He wanted the high low with Marcus Anglin. Couldn't get it to Anglin. Good defense there from Hessen. Instead, Bass then tried to work down low. Tried to spin, but instead turned it over. As Gallatin's DeCosta Ricks picked up by Brent Nizik. Ricks over to Barr. Barr gets to the corner. Gets it over to Reed for three. Ooh, in and out. No good. Isaiah Barr pulls down the rebound for Gallatin. Barr going to get to the cup. 
foul is the call. Is it on the floor? Is it shooting too? Well, it might be on the floor here. I believe it's on the floor. Gallatin with a 15-point lead, 148 to go in this third quarter. Traverius Reed going to inbound it from under his own basket. Reed gets it to Hessen down low. Hessen again. Logan Hessen establishing his will on the low block. As Gallatin now up 41-24. Avery Harris into the front court. Hands. Gets it over Brody. Reason over. Reason over. Guarded by Reed. Reason over. Trying to get to the left side. Gets the left side. Throws up 13-footer. No good. Ball still loose. Pulled down by Levin. 15-footer. No good. Ball pulled down by DeCosta Ricks. Ricks pushes quickly into the front court. Going to pull it out. Ricks gets it over to Reed in the corner. Reed works to the middle. Gets to the middle. Throws up a shot. No good. But the foul on the shot. Reed should have two free throws coming. <laughs> Once again, I'm going to keep praising him. Good job to the Gallatin defense, and, and nice job by DeCosta Ricks coming down with that rebound and pushing the court fast and, and getting Travaris Reed a shot and him going up and forcing a foul for two free ones right here. Reed's first free throw up and too strong. Back iron, no good. I believe he rushed that one. Take your time, young fella. Bend your knees. Follow through. Got a couple subs here. You know, we mentioned the student section before the game. Lebanon's was pretty deep, and they're all sitting down, and the eight Galton ones are, are here still standing. We've Tra taken over. Traverius Reed's second free throw is up, and in and out, no good. Ball still loose. Pulled down Logan Hessen. Hessen gets it down to Crenshaw. Nice feed down low. Crenshaw throws it up and throws it in. What a feed by Logan Hessen, who continues his marvelous game. I don't know how that ball went in for R.J. Crenshaw, but nice pass by Logan Heston. 43-24, under a minute left to go in this third quarter. Bryce Nizek along the perimeter for the Blue Devils. Guarded by Barr. Ball knocked away. Pulled down by Lebanon. Lebanon back along the perimeter. Reason over. Over to Manier. Manier working baseline. Throws up a shot, but foul is the call. Manier worked left side. Got baseline. Threw up the eight-footer. But was fouled on the play. Going to go to the line for two to try and break this scoring drought for the Blue Devils. I haven't kept track, but they've been going a long time since they've scored, Austin. Yeah, they have only scoring four points in this quarter, and I believe those points were scored pretty early in the quarter. Fairly quickly as Meneer's first free throw is up and no good. Too strong off the back iron. Meneer, one dribble, spin, another dribble, sets. Fires in and out, no good. Their drought continues as Logan Hessen pulls down the rebound. DeCosta Ricks content with walking this into the front court. Lebanon looks like they want to hit him with a 2-3 zone. Ricks over to Barr. Barr to Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw looking. Back to Reed, top of the key. Reed up to Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking for the skip pass, doesn't have it. Instead, going to kick it over to Barr in the corner. Barr. Back over to Reed. Reed over to Crenshaw. For, excuse me, Ricks for three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Lebanon with 10 seconds left. Lebanon quickly into the front court. Reason over. Going to attack the basket. Charge. Throw it up. Blocking is the foul. Thought he was still moving. Another possession there where you got a chance to take it down. Last shot. You throw it up with 10 seconds. Now you've got Lebanon with a chance to take two free throws at the end of the quarter. Yeah, as we're here close to Coach Loon on the bench, I don't, these people can probably hear it, but he, he was not happy with DeCosta Ricks with taking that shot with, with 10 seconds left. As Brody reason over his first free throws up and good. Lebanon snapping their drought. 
as Reason over getting set to attempt his second. Devontae Harris in for DeCosta Ricks. Reason over second free throw up and good. 43-26 left to go. 43-26, excuse me, 4.7 seconds left to go in this third quarter as R.J. Crenshaw going to get it into various Reed. Reed going to push it up quickly, going to try to get a one final shot. Reed instead kicks it over corner, throws up the shot. No good. Logan Hessen. I don't know if I don't know if you just take that one if you read, but nevertheless, a great quarter for the Green Wave as they storm out to a big lead, 43-26. After three quarters, we're going to keep it here, Austin. Yeah, Galton continues to have a successful third third quarter. Uh, as I mentioned before the game, is as the third and fourth quarter has have been two of our best quarters, but. 18 points here in the third quarter and kind of run away with this thing as, as we have a 17-point lead entering the fourth quarter. As as I mentioned, Logan Hessens, man, he's just having a game. He Through three quarters, he's already got a double-double with, with 10 points and, and 10 rebounds, and I mentioned it before the game as well. And I feel like this is a game where he could go in double digits, and uh, he, he's definitely on his way to uh, a 14, 15, 16-point type game with easily – 13, 14 rebounds. You know, we mentioned it earlier. He looks like a man amongst boys out there. Is 6'3", 200 pounds. He's just bodying, bodying everybody out there. He is. He's playing well. He's playing his most complete game to date. Not to say he's played bad, but tonight he's played really well. He's commanded that low block. He's created a presence in that paint, and that has certainly been his area all night long as he is helping lead this Green Wave team to, like Austin said, a 17-point lead. After three quarters, after 24 minutes, just eight minutes remaining, Galton going to start this quarter on defense. Avery Harris into the front court, gets it over to TJ Searcy. Searcy trying to get it high-low. Instead gets it over to Marcus White, top of the key. Between the circles, picked up by Isaiah Barr. Wants a screen, takes a, takes a screen. White gets to the middle of the lane, throws up a runner, no good. Offensive rebound from Lebanon, it's no good. Pulled down by Crenshaw. Crenshaw fighting for the ball. Finally gets it over to Costa Ricks. Ricks going to push it into the front court. Ricks over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Barr. Barr trying to go down low. Instead skips it over to Ricks. Ricks over to Reed. Reed. Skip pass to Barr. Barr down low to Ricks. What a pass. What a pass. What a find. Break out the Don because that dish is dirty. Isaiah Barr finding the Costa Ricks down low for two. Crack me up with your little lingos. Lebanon gets it down low, throws it in for two. 45-28 Gallatin. Traverius Reed working against the full court press. Gets it over to Costa Ricks. Ricks going to break the press, get it up to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw, one dribble inside the perimeter, pull up. Jumper no good, ball still loose. Pulled down by Barr. Barr once again, no look pass. Logan Hessen who lays it up for two. It's all Gallatin in the second half. 47-28 as Lebanon into the front court. Avery Harris trying to work middle. Gets to the right side. Throws up a 12-footer. Rebound out to Gallatin. Costa Rick's going to pull it down and is going to slow walk his, excuse me, going to jog his way into the front court. Ricks gets it over to Reed. Reed over to Barr. Tap pass. Barr three. Good. Money. Isaiah Barr connecting from long range. And Lebanon wants a timeout as Gallatin has stormed 
out to a 50 to 28 lead. 6:08 left in the go in this fourth quarter. We're not taking a break, Austin. And neither should you. No, because Isaiah Barr, before that made shot, you know, he's a smaller guard. Five rebounds, four assists, no points. You know, he's doing things right. He's finding his teammates. And those buckets are going to fall when you do the things right, when you're, when you're crashing the boards and getting five rebounds as a small guard and you're, you're dishing passes like he did. You cracking me up because break out the <laughs> dawn because that dish was dirty. <laughs> Last week you got me with tickling the twine and you got me with this one. So uh, Friday at Portland, I can't wait to hear the next one. But um, Isaiah Barr, man, he, he's showing that, that he can do different things very well. Absolutely. We're all having fun here at Lebanon High School as Gallatin has opened up a 22-point lead here in this second half. It was an 8-8 ball game after the first quarter, but ever since then it's been all Gallatin as they try to close this one out on the road with six minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. Avery Harris picked up by Ricks. Ricks going to knock the ball loose. Fast break up to Gallatin. Ricks with the layup. Pass over to Barr. Barr layup no good. Pulled down by Reed. Reed going to go up strong, but the foul is the call. Isaiah Barr can't believe he missed the free throw as Gallatin got out running. Ricks threw it to Barr on the left side. Barr couldn't get it, but Jafarius Reed, maybe the smallest guy on the floor, pulls down the offensive rebound, goes up strong, all five foot six of him, and gets two free throws for his effort. First free throw up and no good, too strong from Reed. Yeah, Isaiah Barr is... Is still cracking up at himself as the Costa Ricks had a, a sweet pass to him and he missed that wide open layup. But all fun and games when you're up 22. Reed's second free throw is up and good. 51 28, 552 left to go in the fourth quarter. Harris gets the inbound from Evan Clem. Harris takes two screens, top of the key, works right side, gets That's right side. Going to turn it over back to Gallatin. R.J. Crenshaw pulls it down, gets it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks works his way into the front court, gets middle, throws it out to DeCosta Ricks, top of the key. Ricks, one dribble, back out to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed. Reed, content with pulling this out as the clock, under five and a half minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. Ricks, picked up, gets it over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw for three, corner, no good. Rebound pulled down by Lebanon. Harris. Going to push for the Blue Devils. He gets it over to TJ Searcy. Searcy wants a three from the perimeter. Searcy doesn't get a three. Rebound pulled down by Hessen. Under five minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. DeCosta Ricks into the front court. Takes a screen from Hessen. Ricks gets it over Reed in the corner who wants a three. Takes a three. No good. Instead pulled down by Hessen. Hessen. Back out to the perimeter, Ricks. Ricks, back to Reed for another three in the corner. No good. Rebound again to Hessen. Hessen, back out the bar, top of the key. Threes, no good. Rebound again, Hessen. Hessen takes it up himself. Ball's knocked loose. Out of bounds to Lebanon is the call. I don't know about that. Hessen had the ball blocked on the shot. Second referee going to come in and correct, you know. Had the ball blocked out of bounds. I don't know how it could be off of Gallatin. Yeah, I was, I was hoping he was going to make that correction, but Logan Hesson, three offensive rebounds on three straight shots. Traverius Reed kicks it out corner from inbounds. Isaiah Barr, Barr for three. Bottom of the net from downtown, 54-28.
Gallatin up big. Avery Harris gets it in the front court. Throws up a little runner. No good. Right side. Pulled down by Hessen. Hessen hands it off to Ricks. Ricks throws the lob to Crenshaw. Crenshaw goes up and throws it in. I was hoping he was going to throw that slam and lamma down, but way to, way to go up with the two points with the layup with the oop. Austin Harrison gets it into the front court for Lebanon. Harrison over to Harris in the corner. Harris trying to work middle, gets middle, throws it away. DeCosta Ricks on the fast break. DeCosta Ricks up for layup. Good. 58-28. This game has ballooned to a 30-point lead for Gallatin. Lebanon wants a three from the corner. Takes a three. No good. A foul Loose ball foul on Lebanon. And this second half continuing to go the way of the green wave. What a job by Logan Hessen is 12 points, 15 rebounds, Zach. 15 rebounds, Logan Hessen. He has absolutely cleaned this glass tonight. Need to get him in some training programs because clearly he has what it takes to be a window cleaner, Austin. <laughs> You're going to see him on the side of buildings cleaning glasses for the rest of his life. Costa Ricks for Gallatin into the front court. Gets over to Reed who gets it to Maxwell Moore checks in. Trying to get it down low to Hessen. Instead, working the perimeter. Hessen setting the back screen. Ball knocked, nearly knocked loose from DeCosta Ricks. Instead, pulls up wide up with three. No good. Rebound nearly to Hessen. Instead, Amir Maneer takes it for Lebanon. Fast break for the Blue Devils. Throws up a shot. Partially blocked by Maxwell Moore. Moore going to push the pace for Gallatin. Gets it over to Traverius Reed. Reed to Ricks in the corner. Thought about a three. Pulls it down instead. Gets it back over to Reed. Reed to Crenshaw. Perimeter three. Good. Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there, Zach. When you know you're good for each other when you say the same exact thing. Gallatin takes the quick timeout, but they just want the sub as they have Storm out in front. 61-28. What a turnaround in this second half for the Green Wave as they get a little bit of cheer on for from the visiting crowd. Nice ball movement. Way to be ready to take the shot, R.J. Crenshaw. Like you and I both said, bottom. That's right. Bonus distance is what I was looking for, but for some reason, bottom came out. Bottom, bonus distance, three's <laughs> a three, baby. Three's a three, and Gallatin has had plenty of them here in this second half. Once again, they lead 61-28, 2.42 left to go. Gallatin going to make a mass sub. Zach Wakefield in, Marshall Hansen in. Kamari Watkins in. Devontae Harris in and Maxwell Moore now into the ballgame for the Green Wave as Lebanon working it along the perimeter. Trying to get towards the basket. Manier along the perimeter. He's trapped. He gets it down low to his teammate. A charge. Throws a running layup. Nice job, Kamari. Out of, out of control there was number 25, Jaden Cook. Looks like both teams have kind of emptied the bench. Austin is John Binion, um, Amor Manier, Kevion Bass, Austin Harrison, and Jaden Cook are in for the Blue Devils. As Devontae Harris kicks it out to Marshall Hanson for three. Harris pulls down the offensive rebound for Gallatin. Harris over to Watkins. Watkins to Hanson. Hanson to Moore. 
Moore going to drive middle. Tax middle. Throws up a shot. No foul. It's called. Pulled down by Galvin. Hanson still has the ball. Kicks it over to Maxwell Moore for short corner. Good. Galton's way to stay active. Marshall Hanson pulling down the rebound. Kick it over to Maxwell Moore. 12-footer. Good. 63-28. Minute 42 and counting. Zach Wakefield up closely on defense as Cameron Taylor and Maddox Mooney work their way to the scorer's table to try to check in for Gallatin for presumed to, presumed to be the first time this season and then also incoming Noah Bandy. Yeah, absolutely, and we mentioned earlier that Gallatin is, an, is a nine-man deep rotation as we have now moved to the running clock. Didn't think that was going to happen tonight, but a very solid That's a second half. violation. Not, not called, though, as Lebanon nearly loses it. Uh, not, not what we were expecting here tonight, Austin, as Lebanon throws up a layup good 63-30, 56 seconds remaining. Not what we were expecting tonight, Austin. No, we thought it was going to be a low-scoring low affair, defensive affair, and it kind of started off as that. But Galton got things going, and look where we're at now. And Gallatin going to pick up their third win of the season. Going to move to 3-2 and two on the year. And going to be just two as Maxwell Moore attacking middle basket. He wanted the dunk, but foul calls is the, is the call. But Bobby Luna, two wins away now from 500 here at Gallatin High School. Two wins away. We, we go to Portland on Friday and then Hunter's Lane next week. And those are two games that he very well could get that 500th win. As Maxwell Moore... Stepping to the charity strike. First free throws up and good. Jack Broche now waiting to check in the game. He looks like he's going to check in for more. Uh, not to correct. I think it's Broche. Is it Broche? I think it's Broche. Okay. My apologies. As more second free throws up and good. Jack Broche into the game for the Green Wave. Broche just a sophomore as well as Cameron Taylor, who's a junior, Zach Wakefield, a freshman, Noah Bandy, a freshman, and Maddox Mooney, a junior, in for the Green Wave as Lebanon up and good layup. 65-32, 15 seconds left. Gallatin's Zach Wakefield working against a tight defense. Wakefield kicks it over the corner. Drive baseline, thought about it. They're not. Instead, going to kick it over. Good. Brochet cutting to the basket, smiling at his teammates, getting two right before the buzzer. And that is going to do it here from Lebanon High School as Gallatin takes the win 67-32 to here from Campbell Brandon Gymnasium. 67-32 is your final. Did they count that last bu bucket, Mr. Hosier? They did. They did, Kevin. Yep, they did. They did. So 67-32 is your final. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. we got post-game reaction and more. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin, a family-owned business founded by three brothers. Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 
615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrums Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrums Roofing, proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 11 in High School as Gallatin gets the win 67-32 on the road over the non-district foe. Joined by Logan Hessen. Logan, big game tonight. 12 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, you know, I had a chance to come out tonight after the loss to Portland. Kind of, you know, show everybody who you are, what you're made of. What was the pregame routine like for you guys? What was the feeling like coming out into this into this basketball game tonight? I mean, tough loss at home to Portland. You know, they come into our house in the first half and and pretty much roll us. I mean, yeah. So everybody's focused in the locker room. It was no playing around, and it was from the jump. You got to get on them. You can't. Don't give them a chance, and you've got to just attack. We attacked the whole game. Start fast, end fast, and that's the result. You know, Coach Luna has talked about kind of establishing roles for the players on the team. What role has been established for you? Oh, when the when just post up and be the most physical player on the floor. You know, when they throw it down there, you can go score. But if they double, kick it out and trust your teammates. Yeah. You were hitting your shots early and often tonight. Like I said, 12 points, 15 rebounds. When did you know you, you, you had it going tonight? Uh, after the first shot that I actually missed, it rolled in and out. I was like, well, it looked good. And yeah. then I noticed they weren't blocking out. And I was like, well, this is my kind of game. Just go to the glass and get it done, make layups. You feel like this has been your most complete game so far? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's the mindset going into? I mean, obviously you got a big game on Friday. Uh, what's the mindset this week to try to maybe build off of tonight? Well, you just got to keep doing what you did today and know you're going into a team like Portland who just beat us, a very good team, can cut well, and you just got to stay focused through the week and come out and do what we did today and the result will take care of itself on Friday. Very good. Logan Hessen, thank you so much for joining us, our player of the game. Good thank job you. tonight, 12 points, 15 rebounds from the big man, 6'4", 200, junior forward, and he threw around that weight tonight as he owned the paint for the Green Wave. Austin, big win tonight for the Green Wave. Like you said, we didn't expect it to be the way that it, sh- it shook out, but we'll take it. What a win. What a second half from this team, and what a response after you know dropping a game against Portland last week and then coming out, out here with the right mindset and beating a really good Lebanon team. Yeah, and, and like we mentioned, we thought it was going to be a low-scoring affair, but props to Galton, props to Coach Luna, props to these guys. Over a seven- to eight-day break after a tough loss to fix our mistakes, come out and play better basketball than what we saw uh, last Monday against Portland. And, and like Logan said, we got a big game on Friday. Uh, we're, we're looking for redemption, and you know we're going we're gonna to go up there with intentions, uh, bad intentions. <laughs> well, but like he said, it, he, he's an established post player, and he's going to continue to do his things and and – I feel like a broken record, but you and I have preached it for the, the five games. We've got to get the ball going down low, and, and I feel like that's what happened tonight with getting him the ball down low and, and him being a big body and boxing out and and just, just being a dog. And, and I feel like this is going to progressive uh, progress throughout the year, and we're going to continue to play like this. And, and the next step's Portland, so let's let's uh, let's practice the next two days and and uh, keep everybody healthy, and let's go take on a good Portland Panthers team. I know they want to get us out of here, but before they do that, Austin, let's run through some stats if you got them. Uh, if you don't have them for Lebanon, Lebanon that's okay. I, know, I see you got them 
uh, here for Gallatin. So if you don't mind, let's run down through down some stats before we get out of here. Yeah, real quick, Avery Harris, eight points in the first half, and he ended up with ten, so good job on Gallatin of shutting him down in the second half. Uh, R.J. Crenshaw leading the way, scoring for Gallatin with 14 points. Uh, Traverius lead with 13 to Costa Ricks. Having a strong second half, coming out with 11 points. Isaiah Barr with six, and Logan Hessen with 12 points to go along with those 15 rebounds. Zach, we're, we're two wins away from, from Coach Luna's 500. Uh, I feel like we can get that within the next week as, as long as these boys keep doing their thing. And, and I feel like this is the most overall team effort win that we, we've had so far where everybody has produced in different ways. Very good. Very well said. And a great win for Gallatin as they, again, take it 67-32 to 32 over Lebanon on the road. Going to be on the road the next couple weeks. we got Portland on Friday, then Hunters Lane December 5th before coming home to Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium December 8th for their tilt against Stewart's Creek. For Austin Miller, I'm Zach Womble. You've been listening to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. You've been listening to a special Sumner County High School sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide on WHINradio.com. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader.